We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. Tune in as we search to find the deep, real, and raw truth. We're here to talk big, no room for small talk. It is our mission to inspire, seek growth, simplify the action steps, and build confidence. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Are you ready to step into your power? Now is the time. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. You are listening to Ivy Unleashed, and as always, we are so grateful you are here with us today. Yes, thank you for joining us. We are back to school. It is fall. We are getting back into routine, and we're going to talk about something today that is going to help you out mm-hmm. a whole lot. And me too, because <laughs> you're working on this right now. Yes, yes. I'm hardcore in this, and I always have this September thing because it's to me, it's a new season. School's back. I just had a birthday, and it's like kind of this, it's like my new year, I feel like, to Mm. be like, okay, what do I really want to work on? And let's do it. And so I do think, you know, you're just better at certain things in certain seasons. In the fall, you're home more, you have more structure, you have more of a schedule than in the summer that's kind of chaotic and running around and stuff. And so I just, I'm trying to give myself grace and I'm giving you permission to give yourself some grace that we have different seasons where we're a little bit more organized And we want to help you out with that, give you some tips, give you some ideas for you to get more organized when it comes to your meal planning. Yes. We know that when we take a little bit of time to plan, it helps our future self out. It makes such a difference, especially when it comes to food and wanting to nourish our body in a way that not only gives us energy, but we feel good about it and we can make sure we're getting enough quality food. And that takes time and planning and preparation. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Yeah. And we, have, we coach people all day about this. And I would say 99% of the time, it's just taking the time mm-hmm. to do this. It's just, where's the time for it? Because if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just that simple. And I think really thinking about in your week, where can this happen and how can I look forward to it? How can I prioritize it? How can I make it a group effort? How can I make it easier mm-hmm. on myself? All of those things. Yeah. And The clients that I talk to, specifically with gut healing, right? When it comes to healing your gut or really any topic when it comes to feeling better, you have to focus on what foods are you putting in your body. You have to take that time out to plan. And meal planning, it is tedious. Prepping is tedious. It's a really hard habit for people to build, but I think it's hard because our ego likes to complicate it. It is not hard. It is very simple. Like Andrea said, it just takes you wanting to take the time to do the damn thing. Mm -hmm. And we have an episode about like romanticizing your life. This is something you can romanticize. You can make this fun for Mm -hmm. yourself. You can involve other people, your kids, your partner, your spouse. You can turn on some fun music when you're prepping. You can have a fun little tea or coffee while you're planning. I mean, there's so many things we can do and we'll get into it so that you look forward to this and then you celebrate yourself for doing it because that's part of creating the habit and creating consistency with this. If you keep telling yourself it's tough, it's hard, like Brooke just said, you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to look forward to it. And so that's what I'm doing myself. I'm trying to make my whiteboard all pretty. I'm trying to like (laughs) make my pantry and my fridge clean and pretty because when things look nice and they're more colorful and vibrant, you pay more attention Mm -hmm. to them. 
Yeah. And I think where the misconception comes from and why people think it's hard is because I have to find a new recipe and then I have to think about the ingredients and then I have to go shopping for the ingredients. And it costs money. And it costs money. And so I'm going to stop you right there and I'm going to say stop. It does not need to be that complicated because what you want to do first is you want to build the fundamentals of it, just like Alan Stein Jr. talks about. You have to get those basics down first and then you can add in the variety and the new recipes I just want you to think about this whole process of carving out a little time to help your future self out, your future self being that self in the week when you're busy. You don't want to think about what you're eating. And so taking this time to schedule in the three parts, the first one being the planning, the second one being the shopping, and the third one being the prepping. Some people can cook and have time to cook each day. Other people, they need to do the prepping so that they can just pull it out of the fridge, put it in the oven, the microwave, whatever it may be. So wherever you're at, know that you have to do what works best for you. And the planning piece is the most important piece and what we're going to dive into today, how to make that easier. So when I started my whole gut health journey that is still going on to this day, it's a never-ending journey, I had to start meal planning because I had to get specific on what I was eating so that I didn't get to the point during the week where I was exhausted and I was hungry and I would just grab whatever. I already had it made for me and I knew that I would benefit from doing this process. So now I try and plan my whole week, but I didn't start there. And that's important to note. I started with, okay, just breakfast. What am I going to do? I'm going to do a shake and here's what's going to be in my shake and starting there. So break it down into one meal at a time, one day at a time, whatever you need to do so that it doesn't seem overwhelming. So you can start do it, and then build that momentum to keep going. Hi, I'm Britt, the creator and founder of PNTY, granola bars that say please and thank you. I started this company to remind people the power of manners and respect. Even when we don't agree with someone or care for them, we can still show them respect. And through that respect, we can strengthen our community. We love your granola and bars, and their names are so cute. The Golden Rule, Pardon Me, You're Welcome, Sharing is Caring. We're curious why you decided to share this message with Granola Bars specifically. It's a fun, easy, daily way to share an important message. My products are especially crafted in a way to be inherently good for you. Pantry-friendly ingredients, well-balanced, and packaged in an earth-friendly way. It's full circle. Take care of yourself. Be mindful of your community. Think about your earth. They are simply a daily reminder of that. Love that. Your Yes Please Granola has officially made me a breakfast person. It's hands down the best granola I've ever had. I pair it with Greek yogurt, berries, and chia, and I look forward to it every morning with my coffee. I love that it's gut-friendly, being gluten-free, and has a dairy-free option too. Britt, where can our listeners find your delicious granola, and what kind of deal can you give them? You can find me on Instagram at ptygranolaco and order from my shop page, www ptygranolacompany.com. Ivy Unleashed listeners can use this promo code GOLDIVY at checkout for a 10% discount. Amazing. Thank you, Britt. Nice use of manners, Brooke. Thank you. <laughs> I truly treasure new connections and I'm so excited when I get to make granola bars and I'm able to share a snack food that I believe wholeheartedly in. So grab my granola bars and granola whenever you want, but make sure to use your manners. Please and thank you. So right now I do my planning Friday after work. 
now it's a habit for me, but in the beginning, I would make it a ritual. I'd romanticize it. And so I would get out my Excel doc. I would grab my blanket. I would grab a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, and just get in the zone and know that if I was super focused for 10 minutes, not even, I could whip it out, right? So this Excel sheet would be your week, Monday through Sunday, each meal. And then if you wanted to do a little bit less than that, so say you're taking into account going out to eat, right? So, okay, I'm going to do six breakfasts, six lunches, six dinners, and then two snacks, one in between breakfast and lunch, one in between lunch and dinner. So laying it out of that template of each meal and then plugging in what those meals look like. From there, creating a grocery list of what I don't have. From there, doing the shopping and then doing the prepping. What I found helpful was to not do it all in the same day because that shit's overwhelming and I don't want to do that. So I would plan on Friday and then I would shop and prep depending on what my weekend looked like, either Saturday or Sunday. I like having my fun days on Saturdays and then Sundays getting organized. So Sunday evening doing the prepping. You have to do what works best for you though. So looking at your calendar and actually scheduling these times to do it so that it makes it a reality. It's so funny with you talking about this. It's just like our time blocking template. It's like the brain dump of all that you have to do in the week or all you want to eat in a week. And what's so nice about that, once you plug it into your time blocking template Mm -hmm. or your meal planning for the week, a lot of those things can be repeated for the following week. So like you're, you're repeating what you did before in some capacity, like, oh, you definitely want a lot of fruits and vegetables as snacks or salads as meals Mm -hmm. or whatever. So you're going to have a lot of those same go-tos. And then when you want to prevent the burnout, you get that variety or you're like, ah, I haven't had seafood in a while and I should probably pepper in some salmon, even though it's very expensive right now. Oh my gosh. It's like double the price right now. I know. We have not been eating salmon. Um, But anyway, it's like thinking about, I'm getting bored. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you get bored of what you're eating, you kind of stop doing this. You're like, you know what? I want to eat out more. This is, this is boring. Yep. And so I think what you're saying is nice. Once you have that template, you can keep popping in different ideas, different recipes. You can look back and like, ah, what did I do a couple weeks ago? That was a great week for me. I Mm -hmm. felt like I had a lot of energy. I felt my gut felt good. I felt like I wasn't fatigued. Mm -hmm. It's slowing down, right? Taking the time to actually do this and knowing that it's going to benefit you. So like any habit, you think about the, the why and the what and the how comes. So you have to get centered and focused on why are you even doing this? So by meal planning weekly, what is this bringing me? How is this going to help me? Because if you don't think it's going to help you, you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just that simple. Oh, and you I have could, to see the value of it. Right. And I could think of so many reasons, but I think what Brooke's saying is like, you have to decide your why, right? Like I could sit here and be like, oh my gosh, we save so much money. We sit down as a family more. My kids feel more involved with what they're eating. They're more likely to try new vegetables. Mm -hmm. I have less anxiety because if my gut's off and my brain's off, this whole thing, I'm just realizing, thank you, Brooke. And it's like, I I realize I feel like crap in the summer, digestive wise and mentally, both of them, Mm -hmm. because I'm not eating as good or drinking as much water, anything. Like I could go on and on and on about all the reasons But it also feels good to know and I think helps build confidence knowing I am being thoughtful about how I am nourishing my Mm -hmm. body. This one body I have, the energy I want to put into the world, the skin I want to have, what I look like, 
my workouts will be better. Everything will be more efficient and your body can heal based off of what you're putting in it. Mm -hmm. And you have to do it in the right state of mind. And when you are, you just woke up late, you're late for work, you're just grabbing that snack to quick eat breakfast, like you're not in the right state of mind to make the choice that's actually going to nourish you. And so when you're taking this time to prep and plan, you're slowing down, you're being intentional, you're thinking about how do I want to feel and what's going to give me that feeling. And you also take this time to plan and prep and time is your most valuable resource. So you're less likely to let the food go to waste because, okay, shit, I just did all this work. I'm going to do it. And it's there. It's as easy as possible to just grab it, put it in the microwave, put it in the stove because you already thought it through. Yeah. And I keep thinking about how this is such a form of self-care because you are taking care of your future self. Mm -hmm. And then your future self, once you saw, oh my God, I prepped these cute little snack bags of veggies and hummus for myself. You thank your previous self. (laughs) You know, you're you're constantly thanking yourself and it feels good. It builds your confidence and self-esteem knowing that you're really trying to work on these habits so that you feel better and taken care of. Like you're taking Mm -hmm, care of yourself. mm -hmm. And then if you live with anybody else and that's part of your process, you're taking care of others and the whole thing just feels, it's like an act of service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And something that really helped me in my journey was understanding that I'm a lot closer to my future self than I think. So we always think, okay, future me preps and works out and gets ready every day. Like one day I'll do that. And it's like, no, If I was that person I wanted to be, what would I do today? What choice would I make today? I would take the five minutes to just sit there and plan out my meals, plan out a breakfast, plan out a snack, like do, you don't even have to do the grocery shopping or the prepping, like just do one meal, plan it out this week. And then next week actually follow through and do the prepping, like add it little by little. And do you like to write it down and have like a Like, do you have pretty penmanship and you like to write things down? Do you like to just have it in your phone so you have access to it anywhere? Do you want a cool Excel sheet like Britt Williams would (laughs) geek out over, my husband would geek out over? Like, what? where do you like dumping your thoughts so it's in a place that Mm -hmm. you can come back to and you can look at those ideas when you're you're feeling kind of like, ah, what should we do here? Oh, I I already put a bunch of ideas here. Let's let's grab that. Let's look at that so that we can use it this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm curious because you clearly see the value in this, but we know you're struggling with this forever. Why do you feel like you're just not doing it? What is that inner conflict in you right now? I think the inner conflict is that I keep saying this isn't like who I am. I'm Mm. not a meal planner. I'm not a cook. I'm not a whatever. And the brain's like, you're right. You're not. We're not doing this shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I think it's an identity thing. Like, So I'm working on telling myself, this is something I do. This is important to me. I think about it all the time. It's one of those unclosed loops in my brain Mm -hmm. and it's taking up too much space. I am done sabotaging this. I'm journaling about it. I'm like trying a new way of holding myself accountable. And so I think there's a lot of different ways that I can do this. And what I'm working on is talking to my family about it, Mm -hmm. telling them the time I think would work well would be after church on Sundays because it's a day that we don't work and we're usually home watching football, coming home to eat lunch. We got to eat anyway. So in the car ride and while we're prepping lunch and eating it together as a family, what a great time. And then if we aren't home and we're driving back home for four hours, <laughs> great time to talk about it in the car. So it's not that we don't have time. Mm-hmm. And I think for other families or individuals, it's when is that time for you? Mm-hmm. Got to figure it out. So figured that part out. 
I have whiteboards all over. I love whiteboards. I love my handwriting. I love writing in pretty markers. So now on my whiteboard, I'm doing Monday through Friday. And what I like about that is it's something to look at. And then my kids can look at me like, oh, I don't want that, you know? And so we can talk about it more mm-hmm. or be like, hey, we talked about this, whatever. And you can plan for leftovers. That helps my family out a lot too. Like with lunches, Justin, I typically just eat leftovers or a salad. Make like a little more than you would for dinner and plan it for your lunches. Yeah. When you're thinking about losing weight or uh, building muscle or your energy, you know, you can pack a firm punch with that dinner, (laughs) you know, that dinner can become breakfast and lunch the next day. Mm -hmm. And so I know you were talking about breakfast, which I think is a great idea of starting your day a certain way so that you eat better throughout the day. It's like setting the tone for your day. But for Mm -hmm. me, I think it's dinner because we're planning that we'll all be sitting together. We're all going to eat that. And then if it's super nutritious, Justin throws that food in his eggs in the morning I eat it for lunch the next day. It can go on a salad or, you know, things like that. Yeah. It's not complicated when you think about how can I make this easier on myself? And that's one of my favorite questions to ask myself and have my clients ask themselves is, what about this could I make easier? Could I start with just one meal? Could I make a little more and then have it for leftovers? Could I do grocery pickup, online pickup? Could I ask my husband to help me? Could I freeze meals so on those days that I am overwhelmed or somebody's sick or we're running one kid to soccer and the other one to dance and coming home at eight o'clock when we all need a bath, <laughs> like I have something in the crock pot I could, mm-hmm. I could throw in right after school before we head out for four hours. So it's, it's like you said, making it easier on yourself. Another thing that I think makes it easier as a parent and this constant battle of getting them to eat different fruits or vegetables is getting a veggie tray Mm -hmm. or a fruit tray from the store that's already prepped for you. So you don't have to do all the chopping up because sometimes that's a barrier and setting it out for them to have agency over what they are grabbing and them to be exposed to maybe a vegetable that you normally don't cut up Mm -hmm. or trying a new dip that might come with it, trying a new fruit that maybe, you know, like I never cut up melon, but like (laughs) it's delicious and it's in the fruit pack that Mm -hmm. my kids are able to try. So that makes it easier. This is something my friend Liz and I have done is we're like, how do we make this easier on ourselves this fall or winter? And we'll have just a day of making freezer meals. So we go to the grocery store, we spend $100 to $200, and we each make like 10 meals. Mm -hmm. So it's like less than $10 a meal that you put in your freezer for those moments that you just don't want to think Like what type of things do you make that you can freeze? It's typically like a protein and a veggie mixed together. So it's like butternut squash and chicken. And then you put the seasonings in it too. And then you write on the package with a Sharpie, like the instructions, you know, add this Mm. much amount of water, this much amount of time. So then also if somebody's babysitting your kids, they can take over for you. If you're sick and your husband's like, I don't know what she was thinking for this one, (laughs) you know, like they can do it. Maybe when you cook dinner, you're like, oh, this is a fan favorite. Double your batch and freeze half of it for another night. Um, my sister-in-law, Alicia, does a lot of like meal prepping ahead of time, puts a baked ziti in her freezer for when she's going to be out of town for a week and she's got little kids and wants to make it easier on her spouse. You know, So I think especially when you're a parent and you're going, you're running, people talk to me about this a lot about I'm constantly eating fast food because it's just easier and it's quick and I don't have to think about it. Also, 
In Justin and my list of our week, we decided to make life easier on us on Tuesdays because it's a late night for me working. We have activities with kids. Tuesday, takeout. Don't have to think about a meal. And maybe it's not always that. Maybe we feel up to cooking. But deciding like, man, it's always overwhelming. It's always a super late night because we don't get home. So where could we eat that has healthy options? Mm -hmm. How can we get something like a quick salad from Culver's or, Mm -hmm. you know, a family favorite. Yeah. I think time is a really poor excuse because you have time for the things that are important to you. If you were sick and you had to eat a certain way to live, you would find the time to do it. And everything you eat is what your cells are made up of. And everything you're putting in your body is how you are feeling. So when you stress the importance of eating food that is going to make you and your family feel good. I feel like there's a little shift of urgency to do it. And there are ways you can do it that are so much easier than your brain is complicating it and making it to seem. So that's what we hope you get out of this episode is I can make some small shifts just like any area of my health and I can start today and do it that is going to help me and then I'm going to build it. I'm going to build a system that's going to work for me and my family, knowing that every season of life, it's going to be different. Things are going to come up. I'm not going to stick to it. Like That is life. But you have this system that you've built that you can come back to. Same idea of planning your week and your day, planning your meals so that you can set yourself up during the week, you and your family up for success. I think a lot of people listening are young and healthy. And I think a lot of people that are listening have kids that are young and healthy if you're blessed to be in that boat. Mm -hmm. But we coach people all day that start coaching because they are not okay. And they have to do these things because their health has made them stop just like you. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think the importance of what you just said, it's, it's crucial that we set our kids up for success or we start these habits now so that we don't run into these health crises. Like, mm-hmm. listen to Dale DeSeno's episode about how he has to eat now that he has cancer. And I'm not saying he had got cancer because of how he ate, but he knows now how important his mm-hmm. life is and then what's keeping him alive are these healthy, nutritious foods. And so I don't want to stir up panic about what you're eating because I know it can be overwhelming, but that's why we're talking about to make it less overwhelming, to start from one snack a day or one meal a week and then continu- continually stack up those habits so that you do pack your, your week full of nutritious foods. Yeah. And like Andrew said, it's not easy to do, but there is a way you can do it that is way more simple than you think it is. And because it's something that Andrew and I hear day in and day out and something that has changed my life and Andrea is working on it with her family, you know we love to simplify things. And so just like we made the time blocking template, we also made a meal planning template. And so you can find that on the shop page of our website, goldivyhealthco.com shop. And that's going to include the template and also some more fun tips. We get a lot of questions about how do, what should my meals look like, right? If you're trying to eat a certain way to nourish your body, you think about your macronutrients. So your protein, your healthy carbs, your healthy fats, how do I eat so that I'm satiated and I'm still getting the nutrients I need? And so in the template, if you purchase it, you'll get those tips as well on how to craft your meals. Along with a bunch of other time-saving fun little tips that we'll throw in there because this episode can't be two hours long and we have so many more. <laughs> yes. All right. Now it's time for our three gold stars. Number one, download our meal planning template. Goldivyhealthco.com shop. Two, schedule time into your week to sit down and meal plan. 
And three, follow through with your commitment and sit down and actually plan using our meal planning template. You can do this. You got this. I'm telling myself that too. (laughs) You can. You can. I am. I am doing it. Yes. Way to reframe and police your words. I love Mm -hmm. it. Okay. Our piece of gold is from none other than Winston Churchill. He is credited with saying, he who fails to plan is planning to fail. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold. Gold.